0: Greetings, this is Wednesday, April the 12th, and welcome to this session of Two Minutes. Today, our scripture is taken from the book of St. Matthew chapter 27 and verses 15 through 17, where it says, Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to releasing to the multitude one prisoner whom they wished. And at that time, they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. Therefore, when they had gathered together, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to release to you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? I want to use as a topic the death row pardon. Death row, also known as condemned row, is a place in a prison that houses inmates awaiting execution after being convicted of a capital crime and sentenced to death. Barabbas was in prison on death row, guilty of taking part in in a rebellion against the Roman government and for murder. Death by crucifixion was his sentence. His only hope was a pardon from the governor, Pilate. Now, I can only imagine that to him there was no expectation that this would happen, Barabbas no doubt had visions of a terrible death. All the torture of crucifixion came up before him. Then, as the light of morning looked through the bars of his prison, he hears the march of soldiers coming to take him out to his horrible death. Little did Barabbas know that there was a trial taking place that will set him free from death row. Jesus had been arrested, not by the Roman government, but by the chief priests and elders of the people, according to St. Matthew chapter 27 and verses 1 and 2. He was arrested not for rebellion, murder, or any charge that warranted his being brought before Pilate, and least of all to be on death row. His crime, the main charge against Jesus, was that he claimed to be the king of the Jews. Under Roman law, anyone who claimed to be a king was guilty of rebellion against the emperor. The normal punishment was crucifixion. But the crucifixion couldn't take place until Pilate gave the final order, and the New Testament Gospels indicate that he was reluctant to do so. Apparently, he realized that Jesus was innocent. Actually, he had the power to release Jesus if he really wanted to, but in his role as governor, he often needed the collaboration of the Jewish leaders, and in the end, he was more concerned with placating them than with saving Jesus. The soldiers open the prison door. Barabbas bids farewell to his comrades, and then the unexpected happens. They remove the shackles from his wrists and legs, and one of the guards say to him, Barabbas you are free to go. He is no doubt stunned by this news, but when he realizes it is true, he wastes no time leaving. Nothing is known about Barabbas' life after his release from death row. Did he turn his life around? Did he become a follower of Christ? We don't know. What we do know is that a just and holy man died, in the place of a thief and murderer. Faced with a clear choice, the people chose Barabbas over the Son of God. Nevertheless, this was God's blueprint, His design, that Jesus Christ would come into the world and redeem lost humanity because of sin and offer His life as the perfect sacrifice. This is known as substitutionary atonement. Christ died instead of us. He didn't die for himself. He he died in our place as our substitute to atone for our sins and allow us to enter into a right relationship with the Holy God. The death of Christ as our substitute is the heart of the gospel the good news of salvation. The Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21, and reading from the New Living Translation, for God made Christ to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. His death freed all of us from death row and the grip of sand. All we must do is receive God's free gift of salvation through the sacrificial offering of His Son, Jesus Christ. May God bless you.